shit to sleep. I be rewards, you'll never catch me with a sheet. Go ahead and commit suicide. Time I be for me. Cause either way you dead, but I know you'd rather you do it than me. I don't got no manners, I don't got no manners. We some loose screws, that's why we walk with hammers. Gonna like a branch, the clip look like banana. I don't got no, I don't got no motherfucking sense. I don't got no motherfucking sense. I ain't getting in that car if that window don't got ten. And them niggas ain't no ops if that block ain't get blocked. I ain't the one shot that K if that chop ain't hit shit. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. With me tonight is Small Town EP. Yo, what's good? Bob and half of the bookie bandits. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Can't complain. The week flew by again. You know what I'm saying? We uh we haven't potted since uh we had that night in uh Miami last week, actually. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty lit. I remember that. <laughs> Some yeah, people so. don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> or parts of it. You know what I mean? We're not we're not gonna get to too much detail. That, that sounds that kinda weird, but <laughs> I guess it just made a good time. That that, that was kinda weird, but not in that <laughs> way. It was it was a great time. And but now nah, I'm doing good, man. I can't, I can't complain. A week flew by, pretty productive, you know. Just getting back to these, uh, to these processes and these progresses. That's how it should be, bro. Uh, I tried to have a positive week this week. Some parts of the week tried to. I feel like there was some parts of this week that tried to bring me down, but um, I've been, I've been prevailing pretty much. Hey, what's a day without some, without some struggles, without you know? some minor L's here and there, you know, whatever it may be. So. You gotta push through. That's all. That's uh-huh. all that means. And we 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 see the we see the other side. Keep on keeping on. Yep. It's it's April now that everybody's listening. So yeah. welcome to April. This It'll is, be April when you guys hear this. This is my month. Uh, I flourish in April. E. Show me. We get into summertime. This is spring though. We gotta embrace the spring. Rain's gonna start dropping. Yes, sir. Grass is gonna be a little more green. Mm-hmm. Gonna get that like smell of wet concrete yep and and the, <laughs> and, the, and the mango tree is gonna start you know what i'm saying yeah. start getting the flowers so we we in for a nice if if this is what spring is gonna be like we're in for a beautiful spring and summer this year I'll i say ain't that. tripping i i don't know though because you know when it's really nice them hurricanes come I'm, I'm never gonna wish a hurricane but we know that's natural and uh it's it's bound to happen so that's facts we hope that uh everybody can be out the way of it but you know as Mother Nature does her thing, we got to do ours and uh, live. So, look, man, it's it's a busy week because we got Final Four this weekend. Eey, so, yo. we'll preview that. We'll give our predictions, our honest predictions. Obviously, we're Duke fans here. However, you know, it's a big game. And there's a lot there's a lot of backstory to this game and, 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 and a lot of history involved here. So, um, oh, this is definitely the biggest game of Duke's. This is the biggest game here that we've ever watched. That we've ever this is watched. The biggest as game fans, we've ever watched. Absolutely. As fans. Hey, we were trying to talk about that with Jalen last week. Um, this is this is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Like we said, the next moment is going to be the biggest moment. And this, honestly, not even as fans as like us being fans. I think this might be the biggest game in the history of the University of Duke. Yes, sir. Duke University yes, sir. And North, North Carolina. Carolina in the Final Four. We got something coming. But on, guess man. what? We'll talk about that in a little bit. We got Bruce Arians retiring as a head coach and jumping to the front office. Bruce Arians no longer coaching Tom Brady, no longer able to maybe, you know, say anything to make somebody want to <laughs> leave on the sideline. I'm just kidding. Shout out to Bruce Arians, legendary coach in this league. And um, Todd Bowles was hired as a coach and got the extension. So we love to see it. He's a six minority coach now. Um, we need more than – and the NFL did make a rule that just passed that uh, each team has to have a minority offensive coach, if I'm not mistaken. 
And I saw something about women as well. So they're definitely trying to bridge the gap between the equality uh, thing. And it's 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 good to see. But right up. I want to start with Shaheen Holloway, coach for St. Peter's. Again, St. Peter's, Jersey City, New Jersey, stand up. Represent yourselves. Facts. Be proud. It was it was fun watching the number 15 team go to the Elite Eight. We never seen it before. I remember like George Mason back in the days. There were some uh, Cinderellas Yo. with Saint. What was the one? Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, they had a nice little ago. run a couple years ago. But this is definitely the most legendary and the furthest that a team has gone. And I knew, you know, that going into that game, it was like it's North Carolina and they're on a mission right now. And this is the by far the best team that they've played in the tournament. It's not going to go the same way that 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 things have yeah, gone all, nah, all absolutely season. Absolutely not. So I mean, shout out to St. Peter's. They stuck in there for as much as they could, and, and honestly, it was over before it, right as it started, I'll say. I won't disrespect them too much, but it wasn't disgusting. It was just a, a unmanageable 15 to 20-point no, yeah. lead all game. They fought back the second half, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was what it was. Like you said, it was North Carolina, and, and them Tar Heels yeah. were stepping. Yeah, but but Coach Holloway, you know, to his credit, getting those, those group of guys there, bringing them to the Elite Eight, coaching the hell out of them, he got a job, six-year deal at Seton Hall, his former school. So this was like an hour after the game, honestly, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, oh, shit. But it's really good for him, and, and I'm happy to see him have a chance to really, you know, go out there and compete as a coach. He coached there um, as an assistant under uh, – in 2018, sorry. So he, oh, really? he has – yeah, that. he has the experience at the school. Obviously, he played there from 96 to 2000. I know about that, yeah. Um and things like that. So it's 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 going to be exciting to see. You know, he has the respect, obviously. He's a guy that the locker room would want to play for. And the school is clearly embracing him. They see him win a tournament, you know, and or <laughs> I said win a tournament. That's a win right there for St. Peter's. But they see him do what he does in the tournament with his team. And uh, they, they truly believe, you know, he can do something for their school. And, and I'm excited to see that, like I said. I think that, yeah, I think that's big. I think for him to step up into that, you know, that college – I mean, obviously, you know, St. Peter's is D1, but kind of like that power conference, you know what I mean, spotlight and, and the way that he'll handle that. I love that he's also familiar with the school. I, I didn't know he was an assistant there before. I knew that he had took the team to the uh, Sweet 16, but that's big, man. That's big. Shout out to, shout out to him for yep. real. Um, I guess we'll stay with college basketball. We can shout out to uh, Xavier for winning at NIT, right? Yo, it's a big win. Xavier. It's a big win. And they're in the conference with Seton Hall, too. Right. That's a big the Providence, big Xavier, Seton Hall. Yeah. So now what's interesting, if we want to flip it real quick to the women's side, is how many straight final fours has UConn got to this time? Fourteen is it? I think the number's fourteen. Straight final fours. And it was a close game in overtime the other night, and they hit a dagger. <sighs> Coach was sweating. But look, Paige Beckers, I think she could do it. I think she could do it this year. I like Paige Beckers, and she's going to be one of the WNBA's brightest stars. Like how be. Brianna Stewart yep. came in the league, yep. Paige Beckers is going to come in the league and ball out. So mm-hmm. shout out to her. Um, back to the men's side of things. Let's 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 get here, man. Let's let's get to the UNC Duke. We got Kansas and Villanova. It's a Final Four of Eek. some of the best, most elite schools ever. You know, most winningest schools ever. You know, you uh-huh. can take out Villanova, but you know where they stand anyways, and especially in recent year. Jay Wright as a coach. They've been they've been stepping as well. They're they're uh, they're a force to be reckoned with, as we can see. Uh Gillespie in there. I think he's a s think he's a stud, man. I think that 
I think that if he develops his game, you know, you know, puts a little, puts a little meat on his bones, pause. I think he's gonna be he's he he can be a good solid point guard in the league. To be honest, I think his IQ is very high. I I don't know about the Villanova thing. Like I, how I feel about Villanova guys, like great college guys. You know, four year starters. <laughs> you know, uh, high IQ basketball, like you mentioned, and they do everything right, but not necessarily so translatable to to this NBA. Because nowadays, like, Villanova's a great team-oriented school. Like, they play great team basketball, and they share it. They all know what they're doing. It's pro- Like, it's professional if, you, if you're looking mm-hmm. at it from a college standpoint. It's like, this is the professional of college. And um, Justin Moore, Jermaine Samuels, you know, they all got it. But you can tell that that step up to the NBA is tough. When you got to create different. your own shot, when you got to be able to, you know, put the ball on the ground and make a move – it's a little, and it's a step faster as well. It's it's a tougher transition when you're coming from a college of, of you know, team oriented basketball. That's but when fair. you look at yeah, like a Kansas, right? Like we we see people from Kansas. Like don't get it mistaken. Andrew Wiggins came from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid came from Kansas. Um, but yeah. then you got guys, and Devontae Graham came from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Who he's just a baller because he is undersized. And you know, I didn't know if his game would transition like Frank Mason's didn't. But he his did, and he's a baller, and he's got a contract. So shout out to him. But to my point, you know, a team like Duke, where they have that one and done for the last six, seven years, and you know, it's a good team around them, and they have some of the better recruits in the country there as well. But you know, it's it's not like this team is staying together for three, four years to get like you know, and and building that camaraderie, and that's what Villanova is doing. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Let's talk about that Villanova Kansas game first. Um, Final Four. Let's Jay Wright, Bill Self. I mean, the coaches are legendary in this guy, you know, tournament. <laughs> like, Jay Wright versus Bill Self. And then on the other side, you got Coach K. I mean, granted, Roy Williams is gone. And uh, Huey, 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 you know, Davis, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy. Uh, and I'm just saying that because I'm a Duke fan. But, you know, what I'm saying? you know, we're talking about legendary coaches right now. Nah, for sure. This round is uh, this round is packed with, uh, like I said, you know, like I said in the last pod, coaching. it's going to be a coaching clinic on both sides. It's obviously gonna come down to you know some athleticism, a little a little luck in the final seconds possibly, and you know the right the right the right cut, the right shot, the right pass. You know what I'm saying? The extra effort. It's gonna be we're gonna be scratching and clawing for this. Yeah, I think Gillespie has to come through this game and just play the same ball he's played all season and mm-hmm. and throughout this tournament. To be honest, well. yeah. To be honest, that's my X factor for uh, for Villanova because. One, your best player's got to be on, especially to be the team like Kansas. And Kansas is the number one seed, you know, for a reason. You know, obviously you have your feelings about them. <laughs> but <laughs> but at the end of the day, they're in the Final Four. They were the one seed. This is where they should be. And um, Duke Not is showing why they should be a one seed, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other hand. But uh, I do expect a big game from Kansas. And if Villanova's going to want to win, then their best are going to have to be at their best. At their best. Collins not gonna be able to come out and drop six points like he did against Houston. They're not gonna no, win the sir. game. It's gonna be ugly not if me. that happens. And um, go ahead. No, thank you. Um, I just, I know I've been I've been using the F word for KU all year. Yeah, all year. Here we are, and and they have proven me right in certain instances. But as you say, here we are right now. Yeah, I mean, a try. Uh, forgive me. A try. Agabji. Agabi. 
Agbaji. Agbaji, yeah. Achai Agbaji. Shout out to him because he was balling versus UM. So was uh, Mitch, Li- Mitch Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. He was he was getting it in. But um, Remy Martin is a big key to this game too. The guards the guards in this game are gonna are gonna, yep. are gonna really Guard set the play. tone. And I'm not gonna undermine you know Agachi a, a, a Chai. <laughs> sorry a, a Chai. I'm not gonna disregard him. However, you know these teams when that ball is moving side to side for both teams and that perimeter shot is hitting and the guards are playing at their best that's when i've seen villanova and that's when i've seen kansas at their best mm-hmm. right so it's going to be a battle of the the backcourt for sure and who can be more consistent i think kansas wins this game i agree I lie. think Kansas wins this game, man, and and I I just was more impressed with how they played against the Hurricanes, especially in the second half. And you know they played a really good game to start, but the Hurricanes played a really good game, and yeah. they outscored them. I'm not even gonna say the number, but they outscored them in the second half so bad you should Google it. That's <laughs> that's how bad it was. And you you know I was wondering why UM came out so flat. It was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see them get to the Final Four and whatnot, but. You know, it doesn't always go like that. Duke's here to win it anyways. I got Kansas in a nice, close finish. Yeah, same. I think, uh, like you said, it's going to be a battle of the backcourt. I think that Kansas is much more athletic than Villanova is. Um, and I think they're, uh, Villanova is a little undersized, to be honest. Um, and I think that it'll be a close game, but I think Kansas will edge it out. It'll probably be a Kansas by, like, four or five because of free throws type of thing in the final seconds. Sheesh. It's going to be a big one. That When is that one on? Sa- Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Right there. They're both on Saturday. Love to see it. Duke, two seed versus the eighth seed North Carolina again. It's amazing. I told you we'd talk about it later. This is later. <laughs> Coach K could be his final game. Could be. Could be. Could be. Got to face reality. Guess what? It ain't though. It ain't though. Let's go. You know why? Because in the Coach K era, Duke versus UNC, this is the hundredth matchup. This is the hundredth matchup. You sent me a tweet earlier. It was. It was. The stats was crazy. Duke has won fifty to their forty-nine. Yes, sir. We have like a hundred something, maybe two hundred something more points than them. A hundred something more points, whatever the case. It's 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 really close. It's really close. And this one is not the 50-50 ball. This is the 51-49. I'm majority owner. Yes. Sir. And when he does this, look, man, Coach K goes out and you know what? Because this is crazy. Talk that. This Talk is crazy. We we saw Coach K's hundredth win, right? Versus Texas Tech. Legendary. Hundredth tournament win in his career. Now his hundredth game against North Carolina in his era, he's had 50 of them won. 49 of them have been lost. And if he wins, he'll be majority owner of North Carolina. (laughs) 51%. So, like, Duke knows what's on the line. What did we do last time? We called him out. You specifically, you were like, knowing what's on the line, if they come out and lose for Coach K, like, that's some suckers. And some it's no disrespect, shit. but it's some sucker shit. Like, damn, dog. And at this point, it's it's like you got to win the the title, of course. But it's not like that pressure's on. But you put it to yourself to go against North Carolina right now. Yes, sir. This ain't the last one. 
win or lose in the championship, baby, this ain't the one. And that's just that's just me speaking as a fan, obviously, you know, emotionally, passionately. I believe in the guys. Paulo Banchero is supposed to have a really, really good game. I'm expecting Wendell Moore and 15. 15's got to have a big game. He got a ball. Um, I just Roach, I, Jeremy yeah. Roach. I, I'm expecting a, 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 a good game from him. I don't think he has to, like, ball out, but I do know he has to play consistent basketball. What he did versus uh, Texas Tech, Super impressive. Like that was that was like confidence through the roof, making mm-hmm. tough shot after tough shot from the beginning of the game. And then, you know, the rest of the team followed suit. But when we're all in that bag and um and we're and we're all, you know, getting them shots up, I really like where we're at. I really like where we're at. I think like I mean I texted you, I think we played championship basketball that last game. And I think that's you're gonna have to match that effort and and intensify that effort a little more for this for this one because it's it's big it's bigger than the NCAA tournament for this game. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's, it's honestly and it, and it sounds kind of weird to say and this is just you know me like you said speaking as a fan speaking passionately. This is bigger than a national championship right now. Right. It is. It like, is. This is for these kids. This is the game of their life at this point. <laughs> like. You didn't choose it, but you're you low key did because of recruiting. But you're playing in Coach K's possible in his final season, possibly last game versus North Carolina, with possibility and opportunity to advance to go to the national championship to play for Coach oh, K in the national championship and win in his final season. Like this story can end so immaculate. And, I mean, it's already been great. Like, we got to give credit to where Duke has come and, and what they've been able to do with this team specifically. Like, they didn't start the year great. We had our ups and downs, losing the UM and you losing some games here in the ACC. But we figured it out, you know, we not did. even winning the ACC tournament, losing to Virginia Tech in the championship. That was tough. And I think games like that shaped out this tournament ride. Mm-hmm. And it gave guys like Paulo Banchero, Banchero and guys like uh, A.J. Griffin, you know, some young freshman perspective. And, and like, okay, we really got to step things up. And A.J. Griffin has been hitting that shot consistently and playing good Duke basketball. Like, we're seeing it. So the other side of things, though, is is where it gets kind of scary because – Leaky Black. Leaky Black. Wando Baycott. What's uh, what's uh, White Boy 45? Brady Manic. Brady. Brandon like Manic. I don't like him, bro. I don't like him with the hair, but guess what? He's nasty. You know who I think we really got to stop, though? Caleb Love. Facts. This guy was balling on St. Peter's. Granted, it was St. Peter's. It is in Duke defense, but I'm talking about you got to go out there and get that shot because he's putting it up. He's putting it up. Not even scared. They pass the ball very well. They're, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, at the same time, you know, we can't, you know, we're Duke fans, but we also can't downplay like you said yeah i would not undermine them i would not undermine them at all because they know exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. there and and they're shown all tournament um brandon manic he's he's averaging 20 points a game in the tournament i think going back to what you said earlier like you didn't really ask for this but you kind of did because of recruiting honestly i feel like if if that thought doesn't go through your mind if the thought of damn i'm being recruited and i'm going to duke i'm going to unc like how what 
like what would playing Duke, what would playing UNC in a tournament feel like? What right. would that be like? Like right. I want that feeling. Right. Like if that doesn't come across your mind, like why are you rec- why are you going to these schools? To that's be honest? true. You that's true. I mean? like, Especially knowing that it's your coach's last year going into this. Like this is this is big, man. And and salute to a f- what do we call this? Not f- what is a early, not former, but before it happens. What is that? Ooh. Like Paula Boncaro is going to be the number one pick, so it's like mm. the future. Uh, future, future number one pick, I guess. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> I wanted a better word. My bad. <laughs> Whatever. We'll settle with future. The future number one pick. I feel like there's a better word. If we do some encyclopedia work later, yeah, I, we will. I, we'll find a better word for future. Um, in the context that we need it, obviously. Anyways, we need to win. Obviously, I got Duke winning. I don't see us going out sad like that. Not in the Final Four. Yeah, this is also not. the how manyth Final Four that Coach K has gone straight decade. I think he went. He started coaching in the sixties, seventies. Nah, nah. Sixties is wild. Eighties, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens, two thousand twenties, possibly. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I think Michael Jordan's freshman year at North Carolina was. Shashevsky's uh, first year at Duke. I could be wrong. Can fact check me on that. But interesting. Coach K's first year at Duke was 1980. So sounds about sounds yeah. about yeah yeah about right. Michael Jordan definitely hit a game winning shot in a fucking national championship. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. He did. No one talk. No one talks about that. <laughs> right. Like at all. Like that's history, you know. Like that's that's pretty crazy. But guess what? If you went to Duke, they would have been talking. That's the ring he probably don't even wear. Right, right. right. <laughs> nah, listen. We watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High, by the way. We lit. Um, you got Duke. I got Duke. I got man. Duke. I got Duke. in a close one, but I think it's uh, it's it's something that we we close know we're gonna emotional. win. It, we're dribbling it out. Mm-hmm. I got Duke dribbling the clock out. I got Duke. Dribbling I got the Duke. clock out. I got Duke. Sorry if that was loud or too loud, but guess what? I got Duke. Mm-hmm. Dribbling the clock out. I got um, Duke dribbling the clock out. I would, love to, I would love to see a game winner. Yeah. Yeah, but I would I would be no, way too anxious. Would, yeah. Way too anxious for that. I'm good. May I like to see? No. Nah. Nope. Nope. I hope we dribble the clock out, but I definitely got Duke. I definitely got right, Duke. Uh, I'm not going to say about how confident. much. But I definitely got to do. I'm a little confident, by the way. So, hey, by the way, we did get a catch, get to catch a uh, fire end of the Nets Bucks game. Kevin Durant had a chance to win it in overtime, missed the three that he took last year in the Eastern Conference Finals and made. Uh, he missed it this time, and I mean, obviously, it's not as big a game, but it is a big game for the for the uh, Nets trying to stay in that playing contention. Yes, sir. Because, I mean, listen, they they uh. <laughs> They're floating. They're floating. Yeah. They're obviously going to make the play-in. Depends on who they play and then who they're going to have to play once they win that play-in game. If they win that play-in game. Because the fact that it's a one-game play-in gives the other team that opportunity to just be able to come out better that day. That's a fact. And one day at a time team. If the Hornets play them, you know, and the Hornets go in there and ball out, ain't no telling. I mean, it's Kyrie and KD, but guess what? Kyrie just lost the other night to LaMelo in Brooklyn. Yeah, he did. Right now, if the playoffs started today, it would be a Nets and Cavaliers playing game. Okay. Which, honestly, the Cleveland's that team that has kind of been ruining people's nights throughout Cleveland the season. Cleveland can definitely compete. You know what I mean? 
and it would be a uh, Hornets and Hawks playing game, which would be fun. High scoring, I believe. Hornets, Hawks. I mean, I definitely think the Hornets would beat the Hawks. I mean, it's Trey Young, but it's, mm. it's, it's, it's good. But I'm going to go back to my roots, bro. The playing ultimately means nothing. <laughs> ultimately means nothing. I mean, the first round matchup should not go to an eight seed or a seven seed. And it can happen. It can happen, certainly. Yeah. We shouldn't see that this year. And I understand Brooklyn is going to play for that eighth seed or seventh seed. Cool. But you're the first team in the East. You are the second team in the East. Handle your business. Big facts. Feel me? I don't I don't think that we should you know, clearly Brooklyn is a competitive team. I'm not trying to overlook it because they are. They are a competitive team. In seven games, you give them a chance. But there's a different demeanor you have going into a playoff series knowing you're the one seed, knowing you're the two seed, having the home court. Like, a lot goes into that. And I think you take pride as a basketball player in having the number Absolutely. one or two seed of your conference. Where bro, we shouldn't, yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to squabble with these boys, and that's the mentality. Not to say you're not gonna, not to say the Brooklyn Nets can't beat y'all. I think you guys have a different mentality, so as you should. There's that. Absolutely. Can we get into some NFL before we before we uh, talk about anything else? Let's because do it. I didn't know that Bruce Arians was going to retire. Tom Brady retires, comes back. Bruce Arians retires. Is he going to do a Tom Brady <laughs> come back? <laughs> uh, Todd Bowles, rescind the deal, rescind the deal. No, 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 no. I want to coach again. I want to coach again. No, I don't think so. I, obviously, I'm joking. But it's it's cool to see that Todd Bowles was selected as, you know, head coach. Shout out to that man. He got the extension. He had a previous stint with the Jets, had a winning record. Bruce Arians has had the best. You think he had a winning record with the Jets? He did. It was like three games. He was like three games over 500 in total, I think it was. It was three seasons from 2015 to 2018. He had a winning record. Wow. Mm -hmm. Bruce Arians also had the best record uh, as a coach in Tampa Bay history. Because he went, I think, 31 and 18. Bruce Arians went 31 and 18. That's a 6.633 win percentage. And he led them to the 2020 Super Bowl and won five playoff games, so you got to think about that. His name is going to be ended. Uh, his name is going to be added to the Ring of Honor this season. Todd Bowles went twenty four and forty. All right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I was all like, that what? cap. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> all that, all that big cap. I was trying to, I was trying to ride for my dog Todd, you know, because I was trying to just big up the job, big yeah, up yeah. the job. Todd, Todd. Oh. <laughs> But hey, I will say this: twenty four and forty is, but them Jets was trash. <laughs> That's though. exactly what I was about to say. He definitely inherited a much and way farther better quarterback this time, way way better team yep. he's inherited this time. So I'm excited to see you know what he does. Mm. I'm 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 confident that you know him as a head coach. He has a locker room. Like things aren't things might even get better in a sense of you know maybe Bruce Arians did it because the locker room was kind of divided after this A B situation. I'm just poking the you know the bear, but no, absolutely. do we know that players didn't feel some type of way for how he spoke to A B as a coach and disrespected him, you know? Do we feel like this is the best thing for the team? Let's just get you out in the front office and, you know, we found a better role for you. Is it I wanna do this, I don't want to do that anymore? 
I don't know. But at the end of the day, I do think it'll work out for the Bucks regardless because Todd Bowles, you know, granted that record with a bad team, we've seen what he's been able to do with this defense specifically, pass rush, causing turnovers, winning games with his defense. And, man, I mean – Byron Leftwich, I you know, obviously I thought he could get an opportunity, but when you have a head coach that's already been a head coach, you want to go with the experience when you're dealing with a guy like Tom Brady as well. You know, I don't think you want Byron Leftwich coaching Tom Brady's team. Absolutely not. So and typically the defensive coordinator gets hired as a head coach. That's typically how that goes. Defense with wins championships. He heard. But the Bucks won't, so they already <laughs> won theirs. <laughs> Hey, give us a lock. Give us a lock, man. It's half of the Bookie Bandits here with your ATS pod lock of the week. Ooh. What's the day? What's the lock? What's going on? Let's go, Bookie Bandit. I think the lock of the week between now and uh, the national championship on Monday is going to be. I like Kansas, man. I'm not going to lie. I've been saying the F word on them all year. But I think. Is I think Kansas getting the lock of the week? Kansas is getting the lock of the week. Jeez. I'll what have we gotten you, to? This is just facts, <laughs> though. I even give you an, an an alternative line because I think that the line right now is like four or five or something like that in favor of Kansas, of course. I think Kansas by two points is a solid, solid play. Kansas by two points, one and a half. Give it to them. Lock it in right now. Kansas will be the national championship against Duke, of course. Get your locks. Get your locks. They're free now. Yeah. And while they're free. Hey man, we appreciate you with that with that lock of the week. Hopefully next week we can get you and Nate, you know, second half of the Bookie Bandit on the podcast. Get the lock of the week for the listeners because we appreciate them so much. Um, www.atspod.com coming soon, sooner than you thought. Uh, we're working on some things. We got interviews on the way. Shout out to Elvis Murray. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to DJ Reese. So, man, it's gonna be exciting spring. April's here, and also. We are going to do our last podcast episode ever next week. April Fools, I guess, right? For whatever ah. it's worth. Anyways, that was corny. Follow us on Twitter at ATS Pod. Follow us on Instagram at ATS Pod Official. As always, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Drop your location. She thinks she me or something. Put on my chains now. She thinks she me or she keep a Glock in her bag, she thinks she be a son The VH rocks with the cash, she thinks she be a son Came out hustling with the bag on nose I can't get into the gossip Bitch can't see me in binoculars Running a check up, I'm proud of you Running a racks up, I'm proud of you All bad bitch eat seafood Took the hot box on the detour Came back red on the bottom of my shoe Bust up the devil, she thinkin' she miss some Canary yellow, she thinkin' she miss some Step like a step, but she drippin' a million pooch She thinks she miss some She barely ever pop on that side, but when she do She tryin' kill some My number one hitter always movin' in silence She the truth, real one You can ask her if she gang gang She gon' tell you she rep the same thing I do Bruh she not my main thing, but on the weekend she loving my crew, loving my crew. She say she got a man act.
deaf, I don't hear her Come here, girl, stop playing, let me put it in your liver Eat what's in my pants, they don't gotta go to dinner I stole a heart that shine, I still like sorry, I'm a sinner Let her put my chains on, now she think she me or something Got a special ringtone, when it beep, I know she coming She just put her hair on, now she think she flip something Auto hit that G-spot, when she scream, I know she coming I put her in LV, on my feet is LV I think I'm a lover, boys ain't to your bitch like LV's My bitch in the front seat, my other bitch in back seat Naruto, who your other bitch, I'm talking about my choppy No, I keep a bankroll, baby count my bankroll Put it in your purse, she say it's too much, baby, it won't go Too much, baby, it won't fold, too much, baby, I'm gon' tow I know I got a lot of y'all, but baby, you my favorite hoe She love me, she love me not, she love me, she love me not She love me, she love me not, she love me, she love me not Baby in this bitch like let me through here I need millions for the new year Send a third, I send my crew there Know they hate how big I blew up Got that check for real Went all the mob again and bought my booing Think my favorite car's my blue one Pop that shit for real, I do this Put my heart inside my safe deposit box Cause I ain't gon' use it I made 40 million last year And that's just all my music I done finally got the motherfucking ball And I ain't gon' lose it Seem like everybody snoozing While I'm steadily improving I get money like I'm Jewish I'm gon' be the one She got all them braces up her own Look like she me or something she can do Chanel whenever she wants to, like it's free or something. I've been buying Birkin bags with bitches like they three for one. Excuse my French, I'm sorry, mamas. This phantom cost 500. I've been lit for five summers. Everyone know how I'm coming. Real exotic bags for 35. We got our side punching. Niggas don't want war with us. I'll spend it till my last hundred. Reckies on Reckies. Now she thinks she meals some. Dressing like she techie. Now she thinks she meals some. Count up cash really fast. Now she thinks she meals some. Keep the stendo in her bag. Now she thinks she meals some. Walked in with a baddie. Now she thinks she meals some. Gonna drop the Eddie. Now she thinks she meals some. Bust down an Audemars. Now she thinks she meals some. Cop another fine car. Now she thinks she meals some. Bitch don't need a stylist. She must think she meals some. Always going viral. She must think she meals some. Turn up on a bad hoe. She must think she me or something Cameras on the rings and the chain Think she me or something Posted up, running with her gang Think she me or something Flawless free band gang Rapping like she me or something Yeah, put up Wiki Nada, you got you one with this one